Let's talk about talk, it. Talk, talk, talk. Let's go deep. We all have something to share. No share with Dr. Dave. Here we are. We are live. So hello and welcome to the Now Share with Dr. Dave podcast. I am Dr. Dave A. Cornelius, affectionately called Dr. Dave, and I am your host. Um, the Getting to the Mountaintop Social Change Advocate series is, is really a special episode uh, and series that I'm doing on the Now Share with Dr. Dave podcast. And my guest today is Melanie Richards, who is the founder of Be Visible with Mel and the host of LinkedIn Live event, I Am Possible. Um, and so Melanie and I met at the Social Sales Link group, and we had some great conversations. And, you know, I've, I've just learned so much from her, and I'm really grateful for some of the content the connections that she has provided for me. So, Melanie, welcome to the Null Share with Dr. Dave podcast. Thank you, Dave, for your warm welcome. Awesome. And hi to your talented and amazing guests, those joining us live and just yes. popping in for a replay. Yes, yes, yes. Look forward to those those um, conversations and, and some of the comments that they're going to provide. But we like to start off with a song or spoken word that's inspiring you today. And I always ask, you know, would you be open-minded, because we learned that in our class, to humming a few bars or, or even reciting a few words of your inspiration? So today's inspiration is Phyllis Hyman's Meet Me on the Moon. Mm. One of my favorite songs that I had a chance to enjoy her singing live during a lunar eclipse. So every now and then when you're I'm trying to switch from creative to linear, and this is one of those weeks, I, I kind of use that song as the inspiration. It's an invitation to meet us in a different place in a different location. And the thought of visualizing meeting someone in the middle of the sky so meeting a new client, a collaborator, somewhere out there where we're letting our imagination go and creating really safe spaces to collaborate and connect. So I I definitely have to say, meet me on the moon. And I adore the song so much. I will not sing it off key for you today. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I double dare you? <laughs> well, way back when. I sang in high school, Dave. Okay. Uh, way back when in high school, in you'll laugh at in the school of performing arts days. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. well, way, but it's it's that's a Patrice Russian song to look up way back when <laughs> while we're while we're tapping on music that'll help us uh kind of kind of stay connected and enjoy. Awesome. So why don't you provide a 30-second elevator pitch about Melanie? So my elevator pitch is a non-elevator pitch. I'm a business attraction and an event success coach. And I help inclusive leaders and dynamic teams create more conversations so they're not the best kept secret and they build the business of their dreams or the not-for-profit and reach new people to raise funds. And I say it's a non-elevator pitch because I think it's important when we're introducing ourselves, show up as we are. 
you know, um, not lose the script, but maybe it's bullet points, but just lean into it and show up as you are. That works for me. And I'm, I'm sure it works for everyone else. And, and it worked definitely worked for you. Um, so let's jump in and, and talk, talk about, you know, what really sparked your passion for social advocacy? My passion for social advocacy um, was initially sparked by my wonderful sister-in-law, Liz, who's one of our guardian angels. And Liz was the, ah, I'm walking for this cause. Pledge something per mile. I'm, mm, we're having a bowl-a-thon. I need you to contribute X. And Liz was in financial services and in banking and compliance. And she was raising a lot of funds for a wide variety of causes. Liz passed while passed away while I was holding her hand. It woke up my inner, how are we getting through? And we started raising funds for women's cancers. And the deeper I got, it became a way to just really honor people I love, get attached and really jump into causes that I care about. So I'm on a board for human trafficking, teen dating violence, intimate partner violence, and I have been for about 15 years. But the social advocacy, I would say, is around the time Liz passed, I had seen an article on a magazine and a gentleman, Jonathan Howard, really inspired me. And 15 or 16 years after I saw his photo on the cover of a magazine and on a news, I had the opportunity to meet him in person and I couldn't figure out why he looked familiar. We both had glasses, that was the difference. And Jonathan was the person who Senator Ted Kennedy tapped into to pass the Matthew Shepard Act. He had been the victim of a hate crime. Mm. And all of these things kind of combined together. It's your wake up, you know, one of my cousins passed when she was murdered actually when she was 20. Um, she was a victim of domestic violence and stalking. And my Nana was uh, a survivor of domestic violence. So I think all these things kind of combined together. Liz helped me start getting connected to helping people fundraise for causes learning about my Nana as she passed and more about my cousin in her absence. She was a, a little bit younger than I was. They really woke up the social justice voice, but Jonathan reminded me during the pandemic, especially take off the lens, let it be known that this is what we stand for, that this is who we are and this is what we care about. Man, that's, that's really important. And that really, talks about you know the the different campaigns of movement that are really that you find particularly impactful um, to yourself and for others so as you're getting engaged with, with these different campaigns or movements or groups you know how do you approach building coalitions or partnership in that work the most interesting part of it is Liz turned me into the fundraiser. So I volunteered the first couple of years for when our when the organization I'm on the board of, Fearless, Fearless of the Hudson Valley, Inc., started uh, having a gala. And I volunteered. So I, I chaired the gala committee. 
for the first three years of our galas. We're fortunately now in a brunch mm -hmm. and we took a break from galas, but the inviting somebody in or sharing the invitation, um, wonderful woman, Cher Singh called it. She did a presentation called The Art of the Ask. And in our conversations, a lot of times something comes up personal deep, just like my Liz story, which I don't always share at the at the first. And we're listening for things others care about. I during virtual cappuccino, someone will ask me, Hey, I'd like to get involved with such and such a cause. Do you know a cause in my state? Like I'm trying to find a domestic violence agency to help a wonderful woman who's interested in getting involved with one in Nebraska. I'm in New York, but I think it's listening for the opportunity to share something about what somebody finds Im important. That's the way really to, to invite, to invite people in. That, that's awesome. Um, you know, in terms of just building those coalitions and those um, relationships. Um, what about challenges? Challenges that, you know, you're faced, you know, while you're, you're advocating for change and, and then how did you address them? You address them as someone said to me, Mel, you're always looking for a door prize. Mm. You're always looking for a silent auction gift. That was the challenge for a little while. Somebody's like, wow, she's always asking for something. I think the challenge is how much do we care? And a good example this week is somebody reached out to me about getting involved with the organization I'm on the board of. I'm not a decision maker. That's a challenge. Somebody knows I'm on the board. They're looking for a job. They're interested in volunteering and getting more active. And that's the challenge. People assume because we're on the board, we've got the magic genie or the magic bottle. And we don't. We're, we're there for governance. I think also the challenge is sometimes finding people who care to listen you're not sure you're in the right place. You'll know it. You'll feel it. There's an opportunity to just share whether for a while I carried around a business card with 10 tips for someone who might be affected by uh, cyber stalking for teenagers. It was, it was a card that I could easily pass to a parent. Somebody's talking about their teenagers, concerns about them online. I think it's identifying a small part because the challenge is we try to do it all. We, 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 we want to accomplish every aspect of the mission. We want to help the organization really hit every pillar, every, every value. And that doesn't always happen. That's the challenge. We're trying to do it all. I think what's really helpful is I'm on a board that has a strategic plan. And so there were local foundations that help not-for-profits and help organizations with mission to come up with a plan. And that, I think, helps with the challenge. You end up with, as I like to call them, you end up with a toolkit to be able to introduce the cause to anybody who's willing to listen. Or, you know, the entry points. So this person who was, who was interested in a job, I was able to give her to online resources. We may not, that the challenge is, we think sometimes we have to know all of the answers. 
You've got to be the subject matter expert. You don't, you just, sometimes the challenge is knowing who to ask, knowing who to invite and when it's a good time for them. That, that's so excellent, you know, to be able to discern, you know, who to help, when they need it, how to invite them in uh, to make sure that they, you know, get what they're looking for. But but also in, in this big work that you're doing, um, how do you balance activism and self-care? Because oftentimes trying to do everything, do too much, we sometimes sacrifice self-care. At the moment, I'm on two committees. Mm. There was a day when I was on four. We were working board. And I, I remember in the beginning wondering why me for this board. I can now say it quickly. The self-care part is easy because the not-for-profit I'm connected with offers yoga. Um, and, you know, as there's, there's trauma, trauma yoga to help you deal with trauma as an employee, as a volunteer, as a survivor. And I think actually I learned more about self-care in the process of dealing with them in, in wonderful ways. It was my first flesh mob mm. many moons ago to break the chain by Debbie Allen on Valentine's Day. It had been snowing. We had over a foot of snow earlier that week. The day the flash mob is there, the sun is out, the streets are dry. Somebody went to a lot of work to move a lot of snow when we were out of a spot. But also journaling, being on a board that occasionally we've been honored by the Dyson Foundation for a chance to go to Omega Institute for Service Week. That really turned the self-care light on because occasionally we forget that. And so being on less committees now, and I am part of, as others call it, the sandwich generation. So we're helping our parents age in place. Mm. I'm now the remote board member voice, the virtual voice, even though I live 35 minutes away so that we can have a meeting without necessarily the 45 minute drive there, the 45 minute drive back. But going to Omega and discovering the sanctuary at Omega or uh, being able to go for chakra balancing whew, really opened something up for me. They, they left. People were hanging out in different places. And I, I spent probably two hours in the sanctuary almost by myself. So I think those opportunities to kind of go within really have helped like um, tap into like spiritual energy, sustainable energy. And I think that's the key to self-care. We, we have to know when we're this close to burnout before we get that close to burnout. Yeah. We, have to, we have to keep an eye on that reserve, whether it's reaching out to somebody inspiring, whether it's calling somebody, whether it's going for a walk, whether it's listening to music that lights you up. And I laughed. I'm, music now is really doing it from a self-care perspective. And I realized I needed music or water to kind of reset and recharge. You know, we got to figure out what lights us up yeah, and, and step into it. You know, I just talked this week to, to an amazing book coach reminding me that the book, it, I'm getting back to it. And I think that's the self-care part. But I think 
the hard part has been removing the time clock. I use a proficiency planner now. So it's, you can change the, the dates of the week on top. You can figure out what's important as a priority, what can wait and kind of dialing into that. So it kind of ties into the words, my words of the year. So I want to thank you for that. Kaleidoscope was last year. Nice. And Cadence was last year. And this year I added resonance. Kaleidoscope mm. and Cadence were game changers. But are, are you really feeling it? And think of that before we say yes. Or before we say maybe. Or before we say why. Is it a good fit for you? Yeah. Yeah. That That is, that is so insightful and deep. Love it. Love it. But talking about giving advice to others, so for people who are looking to make a difference in their communities, um, three things. It's, you know, instead of one, give three things that you could really just get into and help people to lean into in terms of you know, this is what I should consider, you know, before I go and try and do something in my com community, no matter how big or small. It can start as little as your local homeowners association or raising your hand to check out running for office on a local board. From a, a fundraising perspective or not-for-profit, your church, your synagogue, your mosque, your... I was just um, enjoying out, what, reading outreach from parents who are trying to help their children with specific goals. That is the easiest way to get involved. Get involved with something to help your child, to help a future generation, to help a church member, to help a neighbor, to help somebody you, you care about. And in our case, we ended up starting with national organizations without even realizing it just in the process of trying to honor loved ones. So national organizations like Local Relays for Life, good chance to get involved with the American Cancer Society at a local high school to light a luminaria around a high school track in honor of somebody you love. It can be that simple because really walking around a high school track with Liz as she helped me learn to fundraise for cancer. Just opened my eyes and changed my views. It took a long time for me to be able to go back. And I haven't been to the local uh, Relay for Life, but I've been to one in another state. I've gone to one in another location to help friends who are fundraising. And I think it's also a choice of where do you want to show up? Is there a difference you want to help somebody make in, in their world, in their community? It may not be for you. Maybe you're helping an, 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 a neighbor who's elderly investigate elder care. Maybe you're raising or donating items for your local pantry. Maybe you're a bookworm and, and you want to go and get involved with programs at your local library to help youth. Just lean into what lean into what you care about and start there, I would say. The second thing is really consider the amount of energy that is needed to support the cause. Extend yourself 
within reach so that you're keeping some of the reserve in the teacup <laughs> and and share it with others who may care and come and help you and, and help you replenish the energy so there are more involved in the cause. And the third thing I would say is you never are going to know where it takes you. You're never going to know how it changes you, how a story or involvement with a cause really changes your life. It, it, it'll, it'll, it'll transform you. It'll remind you, we're all here to make this a better and less fragile world so future generations can hang out and hopefully reach a point where they prosper. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. So let's talk about what's the next big issue that you are tackling. The next big issue that I'm tackling is I'd like to find a way to to join a foundation board mm. for the board that I'm on. I'm ready to like really devote myself to fundraising. And fundraising from the perspective of not being afraid of the ask and kind of tying it into some of the event things I do around maybe a couple of larger events to help the not-for-profit I'm on or to help another cause really raise a lot of money for advocacy, for education, and in our case, for non-residential and residential services. We have a second shelter now. That was the cool thing that the galas helped to make way for additional support services. But I'd say the next big thing is I'm really starting to step into elevating execs, just executives just invited me to become a podcast host and help interview executives in the LGBTQ community who are wanting to share their stories. Mm. And I really understand it from the perspective of being the introvert who wasn't always comfortable going live or sharing my own story. And I think that beginning of learning other stories, we learn ways we want to help others change the world. So you put it out there that for your next big thing and is helping a nonprofit. So I will be tapping in and um, Melanie, uh, for my nonprofit, can you help me raise some funds? So thank you for putting it out there. So you're not going to have that conversation. <laughs> It works. It works. I mean, the good thing, too, is just like we've learned locally, yeah. there are foundations that'll show up and help you and lend you a hand. Oh, I need it. And and you and you and you have to tap into them, into their resources. It's just a reminder to pay for the grant to kind of fund yeah. your and fuel your next big steps. Oh, I need it in the, in the worst way. So any final words for our practicing or even aspiring social change advocates? Remember, there's somebody who needs to discover your culture, your voice, your story, what you care about, because you really matter. And I think one of the, the one of the uh, taglines that we use in fundraising for Fearless is together we have the power to save lives. And that's the part that I would really think about. 
in some cases, who can you help improve what's happening in their community, in their world, in their life? Where can you show up to help someone create a legacy, to increase their impact, to increase their reach? Whether it's having a fundraiser on social media for your birthday, whether it's just inviting one person in to come help you with a project or start a project or a segment of it. Or saying, hey, I'm going to volunteer, I need a hand. Can you can you lend a hand for a couple of hours? Mm. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm uplifted and inspired by, you know, what you've shared today. And I, I'm just so grateful for the time that we've had um, in this podcast, but but also outside of this podcast and the conversations that, you know, we, we get to spend time having together. So I just want to say thank you for that. Really appreciate it. Thank you. And thanks for the opportunity to get to know you a little better. Dick, Dr. Dave is deep. <laughs> I love and, it. <laughs> and thank you for a chance to hang out. I'm serious. I love it because I never know what we'll talk about. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I never know what we'll talk about. No, and that's that's the beautiful <laughs> thing, you know. So in closing, I would just like to say thank you for tuning in to the Now Share with Dr. Dave podcast. And just give a special thanks and a shout out to Melanie Richards uh, for giving so generously today. Um, I also want to let you know that the Now Share with Dr. Dave podcast is available on Spotify, Audible, Google, Apple, and many more podcast channels out there in the world. Um, so I want to say stay tuned, um, Catalyst, for a positive change, because the next episode is going to be just as awesome as this one. So thank you uh, for tuning in and look forward to seeing you next time. Let's talk about talk, it. Talk, talk, talk. Let's go deep. We all have something to share. No, no share with Dr. Dave.